Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're rolling with Jason and John, 92.9 FM, ESPN. Hopefully you're having a pleasant, safe Tuesday so far. A little rainy out there. Be careful. Grizzlies did something absolutely magical last night. Beat the Miami Heat with a starting lineup of Tyus Stones Jones, David Roddy, Dylan Brooks, Santi Aldama, and Steven Adams. Grizzlies won with that starting lineup. How about a round of applause? Because they probably deserve We should, we should, we should, uh, well, there you go. I I had Brad on the spot there. Well done, sir. They deserve it. What a magical win it was. John, I don't think I've come away from a Grizzlies win this season. More satisfied. More satisfied than I was last night watching a group of bench guys, including Memphis's own Kennedy Chandler, out there shine against Miami starters. My goodness. How pleasant was that to watch? It was, it was remarkable. It was a remarkable victory. What do I keep saying on this show? So rock on ice. That's what that was last night. I, st- I still don't understand what it means because okay. you've used it like two or three times. That, okay. And so I didn't know you were going to keep going back to it. Well, like when this. it so applies, let's, let's, I have to. What does it mean again? So rock on ice is when an NBA team looks across the way mm-hmm. and sees another one that is missing their players, missing their best players. Uh, in this case, like the Grizzlies were missing all of them. Seven unavailable. Seven unavailable for the Grizzlies. The Heat, by the way, got back everybody. Kyle Lowry played. Jimmy Butler played. Bam Adebayo played. Tyler Hero played. Everybody played. Oladipo wasn't out there. Except all, oh, he, he's, he's I'm just kidding. He doesn't but, even but play no more. You get, the, <clears throat> you get the point. Yes. And they look at this game as Ciroc on ice. They're already drinking. They're already celebrating. They know that we don't have to do anything other than show up, and we're going to beat these guys. Especially with the way they started shooting yeah. in that game. Yeah. They were on fire. Yeah, absolutely. The, the, so they saw the drink. The Grizzlies were a one-and-a-half-point favorite. And then as the injuries rolled in, they flipped and were four and a half to, I think, as, as the game closed, all the way down to five and a half point underdog. So the Heat, with everybody back, Jimmy's back, everybody's back, they looked at this as an opportunity to have some Ciroc on ice, and they did not take the game seriously. They did not respect the game. Jimmy said, stop the plane. We need some more. That's right. Michelob Ultra. That's right. We're going to run over these guys. Michelob Ultra on you. ice. I got you. And what happened? Now I understand it. Miami Heat, what happened? Jimmy Butler, what happened? That's like the whole, that's what. That's the TikTok thing, man. I knew that must come from you something. Gotta, you got to get up. Well, to be honest, if this were a TikTok, if I was making a, if I was making a TikTok about the Grizzlies game last night, mm-hmm. it, would be, it would be like, Tyus Jones, uh, Kennedy Chandler. Uh, how about that? Santi Aldama. Santi was amazing. It was truly, it was, it was, it was reminiscent of the, the, the Suns game a year ago when the Phoenix Suns came into town, mm-hmm. and, and I don't remember who exactly was missing for the Grizzlies in that game. But uh, Santi, Santi Aldama was, like, crossing over whoever it was. Reverse dunks. Yeah, reverse dunks, and – and uh, it was very similar to that. Um, a lot to take out of that game last night, which we'll get to here uh, in just a bit. Jessica Benson is going to join us at eleven twenty-five. Perfect. Bob, 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 
But I, oh, you, don't do that to her. Bob, bring her in with that one, Brad. She don't deserve that. Bob, 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 Bob. It's the USC fight song. Can you hear it? See, didn't that mean? He was doing the USC fight song. But, Brad, I would ask Did that, you know Caleb let, Williams paints his nails, bro? Did you know that? He, he does what? He paints his nails, bro. That's okay. My dad gets clear. No, 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 no. No. He writes on his nails before the game. He wrote F Utah. Oh, yeah. On his day. Okay, that's different. I thought, you know. Okay. Yeah, F U. You know. Karmically, Utah, not very. U-T-A-H. Not very smart. So we'll ask, we'll ask Jessica Benson what she would paint You're on her really nails. We're really going to give our guest, our weekly guest, that well, gives I us her needs, time every week. You're really going to give her that hard a time. That's part of it. I mean, Come there on, is. Bro, she ain't out there playing. It's an, account, it's an accountability it, segment. It's his first season. Lincoln Riley. I know. Lost wow. to Utah twice. Wow. Good Lord. Wow, this is just the uh, Lincoln apology hour here no, i'm just saying uh but we'll talk about we'll talk about other things we won't just talk about thank that. goodness yeah we'll uh we'll talk about the grizzlies effort last night yep. um what's to take out of that and more then at 125 trista crick is going to join us where we will not be lighting any beams this is not happening you know this is her memphis segment this is when she comes on in in, in the city of memphis and we're not going to do the whole kings thing we're not going to do the beam thing uh, say, well, say that when she's on there oh, have, well, have this oh. energy when she's on there oh, i will Oh, yeah, I you will. say this behind her back a lot. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it in front of her face. Say it to her. You know the whole beam thing. Like, have have you seen like of their thirteen? Have you seen like the, the Grizzlies are their best win? They beat the Grizzlies. Give give credit for that. They've beaten nobody else of their thirteen. They've beaten literally nobody else, man. They I'm looking at seven and three in their last ten. Yeah, I mean their offense is phenomenal. Phenomenal against again. Averaging the most points in the West. Scrubs, man. I would have ventured to say the most points. Well, no, Boston's at one twenty. I already got January one circle, bro. That's the shove. Take that, take that beam, shine it up real nice, right? Turn that some bit sideways and stick it straight up your candy ass game. All right, that's what I got circled. January one, two thousand, the first day of the new year. Got that one circled. So uh, anyway, yes, I'm fired up today, man. I'm excited. I feel it. I'm pumped uh, about what the Grizzlies did last night. I actually have some. You know, look, it's in every every game there are eighty two of them. So every game you're not gonna have like these great profound thoughts. They're either gonna just be wins or they're either gonna just be losses. You know, like sometimes they you don't have to overcomplicate the outcome. You know, you're gonna have games where you go on the road on a Tuesday night mm-hmm. and you know, you just lose a game. You just lose a game on the like for example, last night, Philadelphia seventy sixers got hardened back. They got Joel Embiid back. They got De'Anthony Melton back. They lose to the Houston Rockets in Houston, right? On a, on a random Monday night, it's going to happen. Mm. No need to mm. overcomplicate mm. that. No need to sit here and say, although I'm sure in Philly they are probably having a meltdown about it. But, you know, honestly, it's one of 82. I think last night was not just one of 82, though. I do not believe that for a single second. I mm. believe there was something much greater about what happened inside FedEx Forum last Maybe night. Not. Brad, I feel we almost might need some music for this. I feel so strongly it's, about it's what's it, about to come. The it, prose that's about to come from John's mouth. It's a throwback. That win last night did something to him. Well, and he's not wearing Raiders today, y'all. Strength. He's wearing a Grizzlies basketball hoodie. That win must have given you a great deal of pride. And I night. and I got my big Memphis hoodie coming. It's late, isn't it? Very late, man. I ordered that thing like in uh, November. You know, mid-November. Let's get the, let's get that Amazon. Let's get to it. Yeah, what well, it was it's not from Amazon. It was from Fanatics. Well, Usually they never know. take this long. I don't know if it's like a, I don't know what's going on, playoffs or whatever. Um, but no, you know they played a team last night in the Miami Heat, who granted have won championships. Eric Spoelstra is a two-time champion there with uh, with the Miami Heat. Obviously LeBron James and, and and that group, but still a two-time champion as a coach. Um, and one of the things that the Miami fan base and the, the Miami organization really and truly is all about and will tell you is heat culture. Mm-hmm. And it's like a buzzword. Culture is such a buzzword. Like, what does it truly mean? But I think what the Grizzlies did last night is that they put on display and they, they put on wax mm-hmm. that they, in fact, have their own culture, Grizz culture. And I know that sounds cliche, and I know that sounds like, you know, whatever, but I truly believe that because there's no other way. There's no other explanation for that last night. They won the first half. They were leading 58-51 to in the first half. He come out 
early third quarter, as you might expect, make their run. They maybe take the lead or tie it up. And then the Grizzlies go on to win the second half with nobody, with Dylan Brooks, with Santel Dama, with Tyus Jones, with Kennedy Chandler, with David Roddy, with guys that just would not be getting playing time in, in you know any other circumstance. And they beat a Heat team that is under 500, but is getting back everybody. Getting back, that is a team last year, and you know this because we talked about them quite a bit, they were a a, a stolen three-pointer away from going to the NBA Finals last season. And that is the same team. Need to put the men in black light on you on that. That is the same team, man. Forget about that mess. I mean, they might have lost a guy here or there, but it's still hero. Uh, Butler, Adebayo, yes. you know, Struess, Kyle Lowry, et cetera. That's the same team that was, yes. you know, a couple of inches away from going to the, the NBA Finals last season against the Warriors. Mm-hmm. And you just beat them with not your backups, but your third unit, man, with guys that are going to be spending time probably in South Haven this season. Um, and th- does that mean that you're going to win a championship? Does that mean that – Uh, I'm guaranteeing that, no. But what I think that game and that win reinforces is that there is something incredibly special beyond Ja, beyond 12, beyond, you know, the the superstars of this team. But it's something that will absolutely carry them, and it's something that will absolutely show up in a a playoff game, in a a big-time moment. Um, in in the postseason, you know, there is there is there is just a belief in that locker room that no matter who was on the floor, you know, because it's easy to get like it, it's easy to get lazy about the Grizzlies. It's easy to just say, and I think people probably did this last year. It's easy to just look at the Grizzlies and say, "Well, that's a solid John Moran. He's a superstar," and it's just, it, but it's not, man. It's 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 even bigger than Ja. I think Ja is like the he is the he he's this fire starter. And there's no doubt about that. I think he's a, he's largely responsible for the rest of it. It's got like a you know a telekinetic effect, no doubt about it. But but it does it it, it seeps through everybody else. And I've never I've never seen a, a Grizzlies team like that. I mean, you could say grit and grind, but if they you didn't have Mark and Zebo and Mike on the floor and Tony, it was not gonna you know persevere. It perseveres with this group. It was a mirror image last night for me. That's a Heat team that's done it for so long. And I thought they looked across at a young team that that is embodying the same exact thing, um, and 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 will for a long, long time. Wow. I thought it was a I thought it was a hellacious win, man. I don't think you can overstate it. I mean, Brad and I were, were left speechless. I don't think we were prepared for that type of fashion. I was not prepared for, for the you. Grizzlies to do that last night. I was not prepared for the Grizzlies. To, I mean, look, compete for a quarter, compete for a half. You know, I, I that's what I, I expected. That mm-hmm. I, I didn't expect the. I'll be honest. I don't know if you were here, but okay, you, you got the lead at the half. We kind of saw this on the road at Brooklyn. The Grizzlies were leading in Brooklyn. Um, I think maybe by the same exact margin, might have been six seven, and they had they they were missing Ja, they were missing Jaren, a couple other pieces, right? It's almost the same exact scenario. And the Nets did what the Heat did last night. They came out in the third quarter. They stormed back. And unfortunately for the Grizzlies in that game, it got away from them. Mm-hmm. But in this case, the Grizzlies punched back. You know? Um, and I, I just I, – I, I, I thought it was just a – it was a massive statement by them. Again, a, a team that was in the Eastern Conference Finals lab. We're not talking about the Portland Trailblazers here. We're talking about the t- a team in Miami that was in the Eastern Conference Finals a year ago, took it to seven – almost went to the NBA Finals. That, to me, is as impressive a win as you can get in the association, truly, based on the circumstances. Yeah, well said. Um, you haven't left me much. I'm not going to be nearly as poetic. A couple of points I would make is, can we put to bed the talk of what if you hadn't traded DeAnthony? What what happens if you bring Kyle back? Just in terms of what's... A lot of the, the, the framing of this season early on so far has been what if you had those guys, particularly DeAnthony, let's be real, that, that's the one particularly there's been a lot of talk about. It, when you can win a game like that yep. last night with basically bench and third-string guys, going to be G League guys against Miami, everything you've just laid out, 
We don't need to talk about that point. We need to be talking about how good this bench can be once these pieces are back in a rotation that settles down when all your guys are back. What are we talking about here? Is this bench going to have a chance to be stronger than last year's? And obviously, you know, your bench was one of the things that made you the team you were last season, number two in the West. That That's the point. How good can this bench be when you're putting Santi Aldama back? This dude is 18 and 10. He's playing with a confidence right now that's my gosh, how good can he be? And 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 is let's be real with the way this team's built, he's going to be a backup guy. But now you're talking about my goodness, what can he do for you on that second unit? The confidence he is playing with, John. Though last night, what he uh, uh, eighteen points, ten rebounds. He goes two of five from threes, eight of twelve from the field. He's playing like a like a guy you might look at as a starter one day for you at that position. Oh, by the way, you got to you know. First team All NBA defensive guy in that position ahead of him. That that's the point is how forget what you what what you decided on. Looks like rightfully so to move on from. Let's talk about what you got when things settle down and what that bench is going to look like. Tyus Jones, man, career high last night. He was awesome. You you ha- almost have to stop everything. Career night. That's a career high in points. And when he says afterwards and reiterates, look, I look at myself as a starter. I mean, you made the right decision. I, I know we've looked at a lot of him this season. We've broken down. Well, he hadn't lived up to what he was last year. Yep. Uh, Harrington made the point. Last year's a career year for him. And look at what he's playing with half the time this season with the patchwork lineup you've had out there. Last night erases all that. When he steps up for you in a game like that, as John said, against the Miami team's looking to thrash you, sees who's out there. You do it with Tyus leading the way. Like this bench has a chance to be, my gosh, and, and 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 last night, you know, LaRavia is not out there. No, but, LaRavia. But, but but Roddy is getting minutes that you know will pay off at some point. Yep. So so that's that was my take. Is let's no need to talk about Kyle Anderson and, and more particularly D'Anthony Melton anymore. No doubt. Let, let let's talk about how good this bench going to be, especially when everybody's back. Seven unavailable dudes that are key guys for you gone last night. You still won that game and controlled it defensively. John's the third time you held an opponent under hundred this season. You're up to 14th defensively, and a lot of that jump was because of because the way you played defense last night. Did you see Kenny Chandler out there scrapping with Jimmy for that loose ball, see, that, jump that, ball? That's that hunger, right? That's the thing. So that's, it has been a part of this culture to to bring it all the way back to where you started. This culture that you've built. It's 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 unquantifiable. Like you can't you can't just it's, all right. Well, this translates to this and that. But it's 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 something that it's a visual thing. It's something that you have to see with your own eyes to sort of understand. I know that sounds dramatic, but I, like, it's true. I mean, everything has to be possible for this Grizzlies team. A, a win like that to me completely signals that everything is on the table for this Grizzlies team. Like mm, game out of first behind Phoenix. You like, know, you could be the best team in the West by la- the time this thing's over. You know, last year we talked about like you know I was uncomfortable back then. With finals talk, ultimately they did not get there. They they did not, and maybe they would have if Jai not gotten hurt. You know what? Whatever. We can't change the past, but I think now, now, and it's not as sexy because like you know the Grizzlies have been doing this now for multiple years. But now is the time where nothing, nothing would surprise me at all with the Memphis Grizzlies this season. NBA Finals is absolutely on the table. Again, when you can – that the Miami Heat had every intention of winning that game, bro, and the Grizzlies had, like, whatever. They were they were punting the game. They were saying, hey, we're not playing anybody. We're resting Jaron. You know, we don't have Zaire. Desmond Bay's not playing. Jaws being rested. We don't care if we win this game or not. We're going to see what happens. More than likely we know. But they refused to accept that, man. They refused to just – to just concede. They're 9 and 2 at the house now. And and this was the start of what a five a, game home stand that I think is the longest of the season. So you got four They don't more. lose at home. That's but another Dylan, thing. Dylan Brooks said afterwards he thinks they're about to roll up some wins they are. like in a row. They are. Like, this is the longest home stand of the of They the are. They're going to they're they're going we're going to we're going to come back into this show in 2023. Five games. Yeah. And we're going to be talking about a team that is most likely second in the West, if not first. If not first. It's going to be hard for Phoenix to hold them off, especially if you can get health, right, the majority of your guys, and we didn't talk about Zaire, you know, feeling like he's going to have that. That's obviously close, having upgraded him to doubtful yesterday. You, you've even got him maybe getting back into the fold very soon. So feels like, I mean, to, not, not to get to John's point, get too, too cliche, but all of a sudden, ceiling feels very high 
in a West that's wide open and there for the taking. Yep. Yep. I'll say, I, I didn't think I didn't think we were talking one or two seed with the way that took I, I, pre-season. I agree. I preseason, agree. I did not. I'll hold my hand up. But the way no. that, you know. And that ain't hating. No, I I, I think no, we were that, just but, sort of but, hedging a little but, bit, right? The well, West was getting better. Guys were coming in that were not healthy previously. You know, the Clippers were a team. Um, you know, obviously the Warriors are, you, you expect and, them to. They're coming up. Warriors are. Yeah. But no, it, Although they just lost last night at home to the Indiana Pacers. Yeah, it was ugly. I mean, I, I, they they don't make but, any sense to me. Where but, is that? But the Heat, like like somebody's tweeting me. Yeah, they dropped them to 10th. Somebody's tweeting me about how, oh, the Heat weren't even playing hard. Look, the Heat. Not playing hard. The who, Heat who are, gives a deer? That, that's on them. That's on Spolster. That's on their culture. That's what they pride themselves yeah, on. Yeah, that, that is not the team to apply that to. They they play hard. Every, they try to win every regular season game. I saw Jimmy Butler on that floor. Like The, the Warriors, no. They don't care. Like The Warriors will lose to the Pacers at home, and it like it won't even matter to them. The Heat try to win every game they play. That's why they were, you know, were they the one seed in the, in the East last year? They were with one or two. I can't remember exactly where they finished. But they tried to win every single game that they oh, so played. Two. So, you know, no, that's not the team to apply that to. They try hard, man. The Heat try very hard uh, in the regular season. Uh, but so did the Grizzlies. Yeah, Miami was the one. They were the one. Again, not the team, bro. Like, I watched the Miami Heat damn near every game last season. You know that. They're my Eastern Conference team, so I know what their fiber is. And for the Grizzlies to – to to come out with their second and third unit and to be better and to win both halves, I could not be more impressed with them. I could not be more impressed, um, you know, with Kennedy Chandler, with Tyus Jones, like paying him so so shrewd. You know, that's why we said it in the offseason, like you got to keep people, that guy people around. Question if it was too much or whatever, I'll tell you that that win right there. Yeah, in, the, in a situation like that, that's a work. win that you would not have had. Without bringing him back, and again, let's see what he looks like once that second unit is settled, and you've got guys like Santi and John Conchar yep. settling, Zaire settling into spots. Yep, you know, playing with Bain, playing yeah. with Dylan. Let's see what he looks like then. Yes, man. Uh, fantastic game for Stones last night. Grizz I, I wanted to hear uh, Josh screaming. I wanted to hear Josh screaming in the post game interview. Stones, it's awesome. It's awesome, man. And it's uh, it, it's just it's just the taste. Man. Oklahoma City, Detroit, Atlanta, Milwaukee. Is the is the four to finish out this five game homestand? You could, Oklahoma City eleven thirteen, Detroit. We, you just beat them, Atlanta, Milwaukee. That goes into a road trip that finishes up with the the big one, in, you know, on Christmas against Golden State. So chance here to fatten up at home. Yep. You're nine and two at home. Yep. So even with the even with the the reserves out there last night, you, as John said, I like bringing it home. You showed them Grizz culture. We'll uh we'll come back. We'll talk to Jessica Benson about that. There is some news. Uh, with the Tennessee Titans, they have fired their GM, John Robinson. He is out uh, as the Titans general manager. Some people think that's a shock. Um, I don't know that it should necessarily come as that. He traded away A.J. Brown. Interesting that it comes right after oh, A.J. Yeah. Brown just pummeled them. They Dude. used A.J. Brown to clobber. Who doubled their touchdown output. He had two, they had one. This uh, this week, I don't think it's surprising at all. I mean, I, the, I think the timing of that it, says it, everything. Yeah, exactly. Um, so anyway, wow. we'll get into that. Uh, Jessica Benson on the other side. Stick around. Jason and John, ninety nine FM, ESPN. Now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. NFL heating up. Grizzlies on fire. And right now, new customers get a no sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars. That's free bets back if your first bet doesn't win. You don't have to use it all in one place like with some other apps. Just sign up with promo code. Jay Smith. Once again, that's J-S-M-I-T-H. Now, FanDuel's got all your favorite bets from money line to point spreads to player props. You can combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout. That's the same game parlay. Great thing about FanDuel is they give you some pre-built SGPs. For, for you newbies or beginners, it's a great way to stick a toe in the water. All on an app that's safe, fun, secure, and super easy to use. Sign up today with the promo code Smith for your no-sweat first bet. Again, that's promo code J-S-M-I-T-H. Make every moment more this season with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL and, of course, of 929 FM ESPN. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. First online, real money wager only. Refund issued is non-withdrawable free bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call Tennessee Redline at 1-800-889-9789. I'm KJ Carson, helping you beat the books with BetQL. Laying big points in college basketball can be nerve-wracking, so sometimes... 
the total is a better play. Number one, Houston will host North Florida Monday night, and the Ospreys are giving up over 90 points a game in their losses this season. Houston's top 20 offense should score enough to offset the Cougars' D shutting down North Florida. That's why today's five-star best bet in college basketball is to take the over between Houston and North Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Florida. USC got a big one coming up against Tulane. <laughs> Jessica, I asked him not to do this, just so you know before it starts. Up. Mask up on this Tuesday morning. Uh, I, I should, I should, I should treat our guests better, huh? Yeah, especially our regular guests. I apologize, Jessica. It's just a, a little tender still. Um, I'm still not over it. She is Jessica Benson. Catch her on Rise and Grind. Catch her on the Grizz Radio Network. Kind enough to join us every single Tuesday here on the show. If you could paint your nails with letters and words, <laughs> what would what would you put on your nails right now? Just to sort of express your feelings, what would you write? Um, I'd write, go Grizz. There you go. That's a good one. You should do that, by the way. You should. That's actually something you should do for content. You know, like I think your audience would love that. I do the the USC Grizzlies crossover content. You think it would really hit hard? Yeah, like uh, you know, just do like the uh, you know, you got to get your nails. I don't know if your nails are done now, but you got to get them clear again, and then just with the you know black lettering, go Grizz. That would be perfect. I actually have I have a nail appointment next week, so hey. you never know. Hey. It, might, it didn't work out well for Caleb, though, so maybe I shouldn't do it. Maybe like there's some, some bad feelings with the painting and the nails at this point. We're going to get to the Grizz real quick. Has he been doing that all year? Is that like a thing yes. he does? Okay. Yes. So, I mean, obviously, like, Utah plays with it and has the back-to-back nails. <laughs> they talk about it. And if you're going to paint F a team on your nails, you have to beat yeah. the That's team. That's right. That's so, right. Unfortunately, yeah. in a in a championship game with college football playoff implications on the line, like you got to take the heat. If you do that, you know what's coming for you. If you lose, oh the you man, that is fantastic. That is so <laughs> good. That is so good. Are you going to go to the Cotton Bowl? Or are you going to abstain from no, that? No, I am not going to go to the Cotton Bowl. My my Cotton Bowl memories are reserved for the Memphis Tigers. Thank you. Love it. Um, I will hope that Caleb Williams plays in the Cotton Bowl as his status is still up in the air because, God, it's going to really stink if you lose to Tulane. Because that defense can't stop anyone. If they can't stop Utah, I don't trust them to stop Tulane and Willie Fritz in the Cotton Bowl. That's right. Um, Wow, what a win last night inside FedEx Forum. You know, I was waxing about it, but but, but to me, just sitting there and watching it, it was, uh, you know, in, in, in this league, it is as impressive as it gets, what did you think? And, and just to sort of be in the environment last night and see it happen, what did you make of what the Grizzlies did last night? Yeah, it's so funny because it feels like we really should know better by now than to doubt this Grizzlies team when a massive injury report comes out and you're staring at it like, oh, this is rough, and you're listening to Eric Spolstra go off before the game about 
how they're not overlooking anyone. They're a game below 500. They were really taking that road trip seriously after they got the big overtime win against the Celtics and getting Jimmy Butler back and healthy. Like, there was no night off for the Heat last night at FedEx Forum. That was them giving their best effort to get out of there with a win. And the Grizzlies come out down seven bodies and find a way to do it. We saw this last season. It's what built the we deep mentality. It's what's building the Grizzlies culture of whoever that next man up is or next men up in the case of the win like last night, where just everyone accepts the role that's necessary to be played. Tyus Jones, I think it was the biggest reminder of the season why it was so important to get him to come back to the Grizzlies, to get that deal done over the summer, and then even to see Kennedy Chandler play the most minutes that he's played in his very young Grizzlies career. There's just a lot of excitement top to bottom of this roster, and you look at a win last night, and it can't help but spark this idea of, like, all right, what's next? What can't this team do this year? Because we haven't seen them fully healthy, and right now they're third in the West, and it's a Western Conference that doesn't seem particularly locked down by anyone. How about Santi? And I, I just can't help, and, and maybe you know, maybe it's it's just me getting giddy. But I watch him, and the more comfortable he gets, and I think, man, it's going to be hard at some point to keep him off the floor when you're talking about him going back to a second unit once everybody comes back and and things settle down. Just in terms of, I, I've I've had to change the way I look at him in terms of now, now thinking how high is his ceiling? Just what have you thought about how comfortable Santi's looked? And again, at a time you needed him to be big, he comes through you for you last night with 18 and 10. This is the Santi Aldama that the front office believed in, that the front office preached about, that gave a level of comfort for this team when everyone was freaking out about Jerry Jackson Jr. missing the beginning of the season and who was possibly going to fill in for his very large shoes. And there was a comfort from within of Santi Aldama's got this. And you've seen him even grow in in these first 20 games or so. And to see him have a second double-double of the season, it's now to the point where when he's attacking the basket, there's trust in that. When he's shooting the three and on, there's trust in all of that. And defensively continuing to show those improvements, that's what he talked about coming out of this summer where he really wanted to put more pride in his defensive abilities. And it just gives you that depth coming off the bench when he does revert to playing what you would expect to be a a premier bench role for this team. And I think that's, again, a testament to last year. Like, he was the one playing spot minutes. He was the one when the Grizzlies had that crazy win over the Suns with a very bare-boned roster where he goes out and has the reverse dunk. And you're like, ooh, maybe there's something there. So I think it's just... Uh, it's such a testament to the continued growth and how this team builds players up to succeed once they're asked to do more. I mean, this is this has got to be the year for for Taylor Jenkins, right? I mean, it feels like as as good as any in terms of. Uh, I mean, I, I, maybe Willie Green in in New Orleans, but if you're talking about leaders in the clubhouse, you know, twenty three, twenty four games through the season, I guess yeah. that's you know a third of the way ish. I mean, doesn't Taylor Jenkins have to be really close to the top for you? Yeah. Absolutely, and he was close to the top for me last year. And so if you just look at this as a continuation of what he's been able to do in managing and coaching this Grizzlies team to the point where they're able to have a night like last night. They're able to have a win over a Heat team where it's always been about Heat culture and playing hard each and every night and whoever's out there on the court. And now that's the Grizzlies, and Taylor Jenkins is at the forefront of that. And it's going to be hard-pressed to find another coach throughout this season, at least, you know, we're still before Christmas, but if he continues to carry on forward, uh, he's my coach of the year. I know he's, he's all of Memphis' coach of the year. That's well, yeah, sure. I mean, because, you know, that is, that is one thing that I, I, I should have mentioned in the open uh, that I did not, but it, but but Taylor Jenkins, does, like, it is Ja, you know, because I, I, I do think it, it probably does start with, with, with 12 just because of, like, his stardom and, and, and his magnetism and everything like that, but, you know, like that, that, that does not happen unless you also have a coach who is fostering the same thing, and that guys are 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 pouring back into as well. Like Taylor Jenkins is probably an unsung part of this, you know, because you're you're just so consumed with Ja. But that can't happen. Last night, we can't give Eric Spolster credit for for setting right. that culture down and not give Taylor Jenkins the same when 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 a win like that happens. Absolutely, and I think. We've done a, a good job thus far. Now it's about singing those praises loud enough where it carries over throughout the rest of the association. And listen, I mean, if you continue to do what Taylor Jenkins and the Grizzlies team is doing, it's going to be incredibly hard to ignore, especially as this team presumably makes a pretty deep run in this year's playoffs. I mean, Monty was second before he was first last year, right? Taylor finished second. Red, yeah, with Taylor. And a lot of times that goes with narrative, and, and to your point, what you – 
you know what what you did the season before. H- have you had have you at all reframed had to reframe your I guess expectations on them this year in terms of what they could be in finishing number one in, in the West or, or was it always that, Jess? I, I, I'm trying to go back and remember what you said preseason in terms of what the top could be and the ceiling could be. I mean, John and I are looking at this thing and getting, you know, getting, getting giddy. Absolutely. Um, Appropriately giddy. Yeah. No, I, I'm with you. Like, I've definitely reframed. And that's the thing about preseason rankings and preseason expectations and even early season of that matter. Like, you just never really know. And the whole thought was, ooh, the scary, spooky West is going to continue to get healthier. And what are the Clippers going to be with Kawhi and Paul Jarrett healthy? And, and granted, Clippers got a great win last night. Kawhi Leonard comes up clutch with a couple buckets. We have yet to see what they can be. What are the Nuggets as they get healthier? What is Jamal Murray at this point in his career linking up with Nikola Jokic, two-time MVP? Um, but at this point in the season, you have to make room for this Grizzlies team. Like, they've played their way into a position where you cannot not look at them as one of the premier teams in the West. And the way I look at it at this point, they got to be close to being a favorite for finishing in the one one or two positions, at least top three, yeah. which frankly is more than I expected at the beginning of the season. And that's shame on me. At some point, we just have to trust this team, this front office for setting this this team up, this franchise up for sustained success year in year out. Well, in fairness to us, in fairness to us, I think some of that does have to do with the West. Like teams that we expected to be sort of there yeah. in the West are not. Clippers, Warriors, yeah. right? Like we expected them to be right there in the top three, and neither of them, um, they're they're not. I mean, the the Warriors just lost at home last night to Indiana and dropped them to tenth, and the Clippers. And Handed Pacers team too. No that Halliburton. Yeah, the Warriors have a handful of those just bizarre losses. They do, and the, and the Clippers. I mean, they they are above five hundred, but they eked out a win um, against the Hornets yesterday, and they had everybody. So I think I think as much to do with it, I think most of that sort of sentiment of you know, hey, top four and we'll, we'll be good. That was just hedging against the West improving, which I think was fair before the season. It, it didn't happen. But I, that's that's it wasn't really so much doubting the Grizzlies as much as it was hey you know as yeah. Dion would say I'm coming. Mm. <laughs> the- well now it's known and now we're at the point where I think the Grizzlies have established them to a place of for seasons to come they will be amongst the big names no matter what of who is favored in the Western Conference at least if they keep playing the way they are right now. The the la- the, the, the last thing for me on, on last night and I just wonder if you agree Jess is. Is I love DeAnthony. I loved his time here. Heck, he signed an autograph for my kid. But but a lot of early on this season, we've said, well, what if he's still here? What if he's still with his bench? How much better is it? All of that stuff. I just think a win like last night, you know, you're 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 almost doing yourself a disservice if you're still asking that question at least in front of, okay, well, what can this bench be when things settle down? You know, what can this? What will these guys do in the playoffs? Once you've got that rotation settled down, I'm just—I think the DeAnthony question—I think you got it. You got to You got to let it go at this point after a win like last night with the guys you did it with. Yes, breathe in, breathe out, That's and it. let it go. I love DeAnthony. Seeing DeAnthony Melton smile when the Sixers were here—like he's got one of the best megawatt smiles in this league. Fight on forever, USC. We love to see it. But you have to move on into this space. The front office trusted their plan, and yes, are the rookies playing more minutes than expected? Sure, but that's a great thing. They're getting real NBA time right now out on the court with this Grizzlies team. And on a night like last night, to see Kennedy Chandler diving for those loose balls, I mean, that's the kind of defensive intensity, a little boost off the bench that you're looking for. You're not going to need that from Kennedy Chandler, hopefully, ultimately moving forward every single night. Um, But you have the pieces in place. You have to trust in this current iteration of what the Grizzlies are doing because, similar to last year's team, they're winning games. As long as they're winning – buy into what this roster looks like because a win like last night makes it really, I would think it would make it easier to say, all right, yeah. we've got this. You still have a deep enough bench where no matter what given night, no matter which players are asked to be called up and play more minutes, they've got this covered. Talking to Jessica Benson, she joins us every single Tuesday here on the show Catch on Rise and Grind, Catch on the Grizz Radio Network here on 92.9 FM ESP. And all right, um, look, I mean, this is sort of you know your your area of expertise here as sort of our Pac-12 analyst on the show, Deion Sanders <laughs> to Colorado. Uh, what do we think? I mean, y- you know how hard that job is. Like, can he can he be successful? What do you think? I think 
he's already successful in that he has just re-injected life into a very good, dead, dead Colorado football program. To watch just the apathetic levels of Colorado football fandom, I have a ton of friends who went to CU Boulder, um, and they just didn't care about football anymore. He was one of the worst teams in college football this season. And so to bring that energy, that life at Deion Sanders, and look, he's proven he won at Jackson State. He wasn't just a showboat. He actually won games and led that team to, you know, a really big turnaround. And so if he can do that at CU, the Pac-12 needs any help that it can get right now with USC and UCLA, one foot in, one foot out, and them trying to continue to establish any level of relevance in the national college football landscape. I think Deion Sanders is a tremendous hire and just solves immediately the problem of general apathy that was existing around CU football. JB, I always appreciate your time. Thank you so I, much. I am Jeff. so sorry for your loss. Thank you guys. Fight on forever. That was a fun. That was a, really it was a. It was a fun first quarter, though. You'll, it, it you'll sure always have it. that. When it was seventeen to three, times yeah. were high, and then they were very, very low. Hey, the great news though for you, honestly, is like you'll just you know you'll load up. You'll get all the you know all the transfers, and so you'll be. Give re- us some defensive transfers, please. Yeah. Anyone who can tackle. Anyone. Yeah. There you have it. Hey, JB, appreciate Thank you as you, always. Jess. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. She is Jessica Benson. She joins us every single Tuesday here on the show. Yeah, don't don't fret too much. I mean, Caleb's coming back, and uh, they're going to reload. I mean, no, why wouldn't they? That's what they do at USC. I mean, they're going to win the portal. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to be okay. It's going to be just – it's not like Memphis's 07-08 run where it's like you knew this was like the apex and it's all going to be downhill from here because it can never be that good again. USC will get players and they will – I mean, they got Taj Washington out there. Remember him? Yeah. Catching touchdown passes and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, just like a, he's like a dude on that team. He'd be like the, he'd be the far and away number one on this Tiger team. They miss that, man. They, they miss – so – You don't like when folks mess with you about your team's losses, though. That, uh, that's my thing. No, I – And that, that's a chance in Lincoln Riley's first season out there. Yeah. To basically go to a Final Four. Yeah. And if it was your team, you wouldn't want somebody messing with you if you had fallen at that hurdle. You'd say, man, that's kind of yeah, it's kind of jerkish of you to do that. Completely agree. Right? Especially as considered as a first season. First season and everything. No, you're right. Everybody was talking about Oregon out there for a long time all year. Mm-hmm. Remember? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit up here and wave the cry for Lincoln Riley flag. Well, that's kind of what you're doing. But, but, to, but to tease Jess about a – Yeah, I'm sorry. You know, about that. I, the best team in the pack – Seems karmically wrong. Again, you're going to have something coming on you. I'm trying to school you here. Oregon State, maybe. Remember yesterday I told you guys, gave you a hot tip. Give you a hot tip about Oregon you, State football. You did. That line Tell, tell from, us again. That Oregon State's playing Florida. Right. You Florida see. is not happy about I don't know what bowl it is, honestly. It's, you know, one of the, it's, it's in Vegas. So it's, it's one of those Vegas bowls. Florida's not, they don't want to be there. They don't want to be there. They're, they're disappointed in how their season went. Oregon State, on the other hand. What's happening with the QB? He, he entered Richards. the draft. He's gone. So, yeah, this was we were talking about this prior to that. Anthony. But the line, when I gave you guys the hot tip, was six and a half. It's now up to ten and a half. Mm, you know what I'm saying? You had to, you had to act quickly. In fact, here's, an, here's another hot tip. John's on, Brad. I think the Pac-12 is going to win every bowl they play in this year. That's what I'm going to take. Washington, Utah, uh, except except USC because Caleb was excuse me USC will not because Caleb, Caleb Williams, Williams will not play. Willie Fritz gonna win that game. Yes, I think so. So everybody except USC. Wow. Um, Oregon State is gonna win their bowl game. Bo Nix, I believe, is playing in the uh, in the in Oregon's bowl, so I think they'll win that one too. I think it's gonna be a big. I think because the Pac-12 looks at these chances, right? They're they, they these non-relevant Pac-12 teams are playing. Some of these are playing big name opponents. Penn State. I think um, I, I can't remember. I've had that. Penn State's playing some Pac-12 team. Maybe it's Washington, um, and they look at these opportunities as, "Hey, this is our chance to beat these guys." Those other teams, those those Power Five teams, don't want to be there. They're not in big time bowls. They're they're used to this stuff, man. They got opt outs. They got transfers. All that. Pac-12 gonna be trying hard as hell to win these bowl games. Interesting. That's all it comes down to, right? It just comes a lot of times, and it's like who cares more, right? And most most SEC teams don't. Like Alabama, are they, they going to care against Kansas State? Is Bryce Young even going to play? But they don't have to care. They'll still right. bowl them. And they might. They might. It's very possible. But, you know, it's just that's what you have to sort of look out for. It's like who cares, who doesn't. 
Um, Memphis is a 10.5-point favorite over Utah State, which I personally believe is too many points. I mean, Memphis beating anybody by two touchdowns in a bowl game? Hmm. Yeah, that so. sounds dangerous. I don't think so. Why you want to live on the edge here at the end? I guess give the season a little spice. <sighs> yeah. I mean – An otherwise boring, mediocre season. Give it a little spice. Yeah. Bet on Memphis to outscore somebody by double digits. Not, <laughs> not give away the lead. Man, right. right. I'm not getting involved in that. That I smell what – that's I, what you do. You sniff it out. That's too many. I smell I – There's like some that. weird number – there's some weird lines in the NFL what, this what, week too. Is, is the thinking that Utah State just doesn't care at all? No, I think Utah State's going to care. Yeah. They're really bad. They are bad. They're, they, I mean, they're bad. This really bad. Blake Anderson, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. R- really bad. Back at a place we know they, well. Are they at one SMU. of those five win teams? They had a neck and neck loss to UNLV at home. Then UNLV just fired their coach. Mm-hmm. They're terrible. They are terrible. But you know, it's not, Memphis is not good. So it's just not. But, but it, won't there be some some comfort a comfort level with playing at SMU? Yeah, I, I guess, man. Yes, you think that's going to make them feel? I'm just looking for the edge, like you do. I'm trying to get sharp, like you. <laughs> I kind of like the ten. A comfort level going back to where you just were into November. You were just like down. There. I know it sounds like a lot, John. Given what, because we're so inside on how crappy Memphis has been this year. You got to think <laughs> oh. some of those L's were were. Comp- I, I know it's not popular to say they were competitive losses, but are they playing for Sylvie? There you go. Yeah. So here's the, so here's the thing. Are they all in? So Utah State in? lost forty two to twenty three to Boise State. You look at that, you say, man, that is a that is they got their ass kicked by Boise State. The game was twenty three to twenty eight with one minute and fifty seconds left. Yeah, well that's and outrageous. U- and Utah State was driving on the five yard line to score. Boise's not good this year. If you saw their conference they championship it over pick six. So what happened was Utah State as a seventeen point dog threw a <sighs> pick on the five yard line. Next play. 90-yard running Whoa. touchdown. Okay. Whoa. All right, that got it to, you know, that got it to uh, 35, right, 35-23. Next drive, quarterback comes out, throws a pick six. This all happened in one Within minute and minute, 50 seconds. Last minute and 50. So a 17-point wow. underdog went from having a chance to win the game outright in one minute and 50 seconds, again, on the <laughs> six-yard line, going for a chance to score, to not covering the game. That's that nuts. is a – that's about as bad as it gets in terms of you know your your beats. Let me real quick. Let me ask you something about Memphis football. How much does it matter that a guy like Calvin Austin right now does not seem invested? Do, do you think that matters to current players in terms of their belief level in Ryan Silverfield? When you have a Calvin Austin who was just here, right, mm-hmm. uh, feeling the kind of way he did. Obviously, you saw uh, on social media him liking a tweet uh, that yeah. suggested he wasn't you know satisfied with the current leadership. Put it that way. What does what does that do? Does that does that hurt you? I think it does not help. I mean, you need advocates. Like Ryan Silverfield needs advocates, like guys who are you know. And it seems like the best that people are willing to do right now is, well, it ain't that bad. Yeah, I don't mean so much does it hurt you with media or with fans, but with the players that are there right now. Yeah. When you're trying to hold on to them with that portal opening yeah. yesterday. Yes. You know. It has to, right? It has to. Especially somebody that means as much to the program yeah. as Calvin Austin. You're not going just because they, you know, forgot about him on the jumbotron or whatever had the wrong name on him. You, that, that's a guy you cherish. You cherish how he feels about the program. You want him to be an ambassador mm-hmm. for you. So you just again, how does that affect current guys who were just with him? By mm-hmm. the way, you know, a lot of whom were just with him. What these SEC schools pride themselves on at halftime of their games is they show on the jumbotron so and so. I know. Cowboys, so and so, Raiders, and we have all those running backs. Like you gotta like make those like the face of your program. Well, they they got his name wrong. I know that's not Silverfield's fault. I I do wonder would he feel differently if that doesn't go down the way it did mm. when he was out there that day. But no, I mean, look, everybody's not. You know, all these players are not all. Yeah, there with you know in ter- in terms of pulling for Ryan Silver, at least one who just got done playing for him. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it, wow. It's uh, it's should be a should be a fun bowl season, no doubt for uh, for for some teams. Others not so much. We'll come back with the rundown. Got some news on the Titans that we'll get to. Uh, John Robinson is out as the general manager. Get into all that and more on the other side. Stick around. Jason and John, I did FM, ESPN. So it's Brad Carson producing here with Jason and John for the Betley app. B E T L Y. It's a new sportsbook app. It's legal in Arkansas and Tennessee, right here in the state of Tennessee now. You've probably seen some of their billboards popping up. It's the Betley app. If you haven't downloaded this one, 
Put it on uh, your bookmarks there on your on your phone. The Betley app, B-E-T-L-Y, the Betley Sportsbook. I'm very excited with our new partnership with Betley. I've been exclusively using this over the past week. I love the tech, love the fast payouts. They've got all that stuff. But if you're fishing in Horseshoe, it's good in Tennessee, and then you can jump across the river to Arkansas and use it in both states, legal in Tennessee and in Arkansas. And one of the things I really like are these promotions they're offering. The boosts have been great, 40% off. World Cup, they've got the three-team parlays. If you're into the World Cup, that's still up there. Uh, they had the 35% Monday Night Football profit boost last night. $250 risk-free first wager uh, if you're just jumping on the app. Plus, I was just looking at uh, the Tigers game tonight. Arkansas Little Rock in Memphis. And the line for that one, 27.5 listed on Betley. You can jump on that one. And uh, put your parlays together for Arkansas, Little Rock, and Memphis. Those app uh, features are all on there. The boosts, the NFL parlays, the Grizzlies, the NBA, and more. Bet on the Betley app like I do. You must be 21 or older and located in Arkansas or Tennessee to play with the Betley app. Play responsibly. And if you'd like help quitting, call 800-522-4700. The Betley Sportsbook. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.